0: on cougars this is your daily podcast focused on the byu cougars thank you for joining us on a thursday edition of the show hopefully you guys are all doing well a lot to get to like usual on a podcast today it's award watch list season you yes you you you've been named to the favorite award of the college football season of your choice you've been named to that watch list being a little facetious there, but still, there's a lot of names being added to it. And BYU has running back Lopini Katoa on the Doke Walker award watch list. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also catch up on some other news and notes about BYU football. Phil Steele's all independent team is out. 14 Cougars on the list according to Phil Steele? How does it stack up with the rest of their fellow independent programs at the FBS level? We'll look into that and of course we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news including our our player countdown series number 49 today. The best Cougar to have worn that number we will break it all down for you on today's podcast. It is all brought to you in part by our good friends over at rockauto.com as well as our good friends at Biomat USA two companies we'll tell you about a little bit later here on the podcast. With that run Down out of the way. Let's get going here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for July 16th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in my day job in Salt Lake City. And a big thank you for taking the time to download your original daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars with us here. A lot to get to on a Thursday, like I mentioned in the open there. Let's start off here. Award watch list season is here, and I'm only being slightly facetious when I say you, yes, you, have been named to the award watch list of your choosing. It seems like there are hundreds of the names added to these watch lists in the preseason portion of the summer, and we've reached watch list season, as we like to call it in the business, and Lopini Katoa, BYU running back, has been added to the Doak Walker award watch list. Slightly surprised that Devontae Henry-Cole did not make this list. I know he made the transfer from the University of Utah to BYU, and that may have thrown uh, some of the selectors when it comes to the Doak Walker Award watch list off a little bit, but Lopini Katoa getting a big-time honor here. Here's the thing. We don't know if BYU is going to play football this fall, so the chances of Lopini Katoa getting an opportunity to win the Doak Walker Award... Probably smaller than they already were. BYU has one Doak Walker Award winner in their history, and that is of course the great Luke Staley in 2001. Had a season for the ages. I will contend that Luke Staley might have been the best pure running back talent BYU has ever had. There have been more productive running backs in BYU history by far: Jamal Williams, Harvey Unga, etc. But I'm telling you guys, when Luke Staley was at his best, there are few like that young man, and. Well-deserved honor for him to win that Doak Walker Award. Almost unthinkable at one point in BYU football history that they would ever have a Doak Walker Award winner, but cool to see a guy like Luke Staley win that. But Lopini Katoa now enters the watch list for the Doak Walker Award. But my only concern is, will he get an opportunity to show how good he is? I was talking with somebody connected with the BYU football program yesterday, actually, and had a great conversation with them, and I pretty much asked them, hey, are you guys going to be playing football And the response I got back, man, I sure hope so. And then followed up a little bit later with, I can tell you this much, everything going on inside the football program at BYU right now is they're working as if the college football season is starting on the weekend of September 5th, Labor Day weekend, which is the traditional opening weekend for college football. BYU was scheduled to open up 49 days away from today on September 3rd against the university of Utah. But, I I can tell you this much. The person I was talking to, if I were to tell you their name, you would know exactly where it was coming from and why you should trust the information. And I say that as a background just to kind of fill you guys in, but I was told, yes, everything we hope is that we're playing football at some point and everything going on inside the football program, this is not somebody with the athletic administration. What Tom Homo is having to deal with with having to reschedule or find five new games currently – on BYU's football schedule, is an unenviable task. It, it just you, you should not want Tom Homo's job right now. I get that being an athletic director at the college football FBS subdivision level would be fantastic. The paycheck that comes with it, the prestige, the connections you have with your fellow uh, athletic directors across the country, there are great perks to it. But the situation that Tom Homo finds himself in right now is the most unenviable job probably in college football or in sports in general right now. But the person I talked with connected with the BYU football program says that the workouts that are going on with athletes, the Zoom meetings with coaches, all of the different things going in uh, to the to the every day of the day by day preparations for the college football season for BYU are all geared towards them starting the season in early September. They will adjust as necessary, and we already are expecting they will have to adjust that. I just I look at it, and there's no way that I see them uh, playing a full 12-game schedule. I don't think anybody's playing a full 12-game schedule this fall, to be frank with you, and that's across all of college football. We've seen the Ivy League and the Patriot League already decide to call it quits for the fall. They're going to try and play in the spring, potentially, and that could be a situation where the rest of college football finds themselves at some point. I can tell you this much though, the FBS level, which the FCS level is where Ivy League and Patriot League teams reside, those are two different animals, especially when you have the power five and the group of five inside the FBS level. The money required with the TV contracts, just the the sheer fact of the amount of money lost per game that is canceled, it is an astronomically much higher figure for an FBS program and they're going to do everything in their power, speaking of the FBS programs across the country, to have a season. You've seen the Big Ten move to a conference game only schedule. You've seen the Pac-12 do the same thing. I expect in short order the ACC and the SEC probably will make a similar announcement. Who knows if the Big 12, what they will do. I don't know exactly what to expect from the teams there in the Midwest, but everything points towards everything being done to have a college football season. And like I said, talking with the individual I talked with yesterday around the BYU football program is everything for the Cougars is pretty much full go ahead as if they're going to be starting in early September. Will they put together their schedule here in the next couple of weeks that has those games on the schedule? Uh, who knows? Who knows who they're going to play, if they'll play, when they play, what network they play on, all the different variables that go into it. My sincere hope is that we see a guy like Lupini Katoa, getting back to the original point here, get his opportunity to show how good of a running back he is. Do I think that Lupini is going to be the lead running back for BYU this fall? He's going to have a 1,400-yard season. No, I do not. I actually expect him, I think if a 700-yard season were to come out of a young man like Lopini Katoa as a junior, you call that a massive success and move on because I think the tandem of him alongside Devontae Henry Cole and Sione Fina whenever he gets back, from the ACL injury he suffered late last season, that's a nice three-headed monster to play together on the on the field. You also have guys like Jackson McChesney who are going to be uh, chomping at the bit for time. The interview we had earlier this week on Monday, Hinkley Rapati, he is hoping to get everything in order to join BYU for this upcoming fall. I think it's very much more likely that he ends up here in January, but he's doing what he can to show up to BYU and it'd be fun to have him in the mix. So it's great to see a guy like like Lopini Katoa, get his opportunity to be on a Doak Walker award watch list. It's a fun thing for these student athletes to be on these award watch lists. It means that you're on the radar of these selectors who vote for this award. You have to go out and have a stellar season and by and large anymore, it feels like you have to be in the power five to win these awards, but it's fun to see a guy like Lopini Katoa, his hard work paying off in the form of the these award watch lists recognizing him. There'll be more and more of these coming over the next couple of days and weeks. We'll be sure to break down any other BYU Cougars who show up on those lists. But the biggest concern right now is when, if, and how will BYU play football this fall? I don't know but like I said the conversation I had yesterday is that everything they are doing inside the football program this is not at the athletic administration level where the scheduling usually is handled by Tom Holmo and his and his people up there The situation is inside the BYU football program. They're controlling the controllable. You hear that cliche all of the time. They're doing what they can to prepare for the upcoming season, and that is getting their workouts in, having their Zoom meetings, making sure their T's are crossed, their I's are dotted, their P's, minding their P's and Q's, whatever terminology you want to use. But they're doing everything they can do to prepare for the season. They will be ready to go if and when they're able to. Fun to see a guy like Kairos Tonga come out and say, you know what, we don't care who, we don't care when, we don't know uh, how, we just want to play football. And of course, he has a more vested interest, obviously, as he gets ready for a potential NFL career. Came back expecting to play his senior year and improve his stock, hopefully. Not having a season would hurt him in that regard, but it's good to see guys like Lopini Katoa getting rewarded for their play to this point in their career. Here's hope in the 2020 does not preclude them from the opportunity to play some more football this fall. So... There you go. Some thoughts on that. Uh, Coming up here in just a second, I meant to get to this also here in this first segment, but hey, we'll make it in the second segment. Uh, We'll talk about the 14 players added to the Phil Steele all-independent preseason watch list for BYU. How does it stack up against their fellow independents? We'll get to that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, need to take a minute today once again and tell you about our good friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, you guys have heard me talk about them over the past month or so, is a family-owned business. I love family-owned businesses. That means they have a vested interest and they want to make sure everything runs smoothly they've been serving online auto parts customers for over 20 years and the best part about it all is they have every part your car truck or suv will ever need and it's all shipped directly to your door sound like a win-win scenario i sure hope so i want you guys to check it out anything you need for your car you need a new muffler you needed a new hubcap i don't know what you need for your vehicle they have it. I can guarantee you that. And the best part about it is, they have all the different manufacturers for your vehicle. You can search by manufacturer. You can search by specs. Whatever you're looking for, you can even search by price. If you want to go above, if you don't want to go above a certain price point, RockAuto.com will help you find the right parts for you. And like I said, it's shipped all directly to your door. I love rockauto.com is doing it. Too often it feels like cars are a death trap for many of us, and I'm not saying death trap in terms of the situation of driving them. I'm talking about maybe a money pit. That's probably the more proper terminology there. It feels like you're tossing money at something that's not loving you back. Well, guess what? Rockauto.com can help you guys save a little bit more of that money and keep your car running in tip-top shape. All of us rely on our vehicles every day to get us from point A to point B. So check them out. That's rockauto.com. Reliably low prices. All of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. Make sure to mention that you heard us here on Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. When you stop buying that, how did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. That's once again, rockauto.com, a proud partner with us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, guys, Phil Steele, obviously, is the college football bible, it feels like. Uh, he has the foremost authority, or he is the foremost authority when it comes to the college football preview series. His uh, magazine that he puts out each and every year, I'm expecting to receive mine any day now, hopefully as a pre ordered yours as well, you can get it in your hands. I look forward to devouring that thing and I've been looking forward to it all summer. Normally they come out a little bit earlier on, but Phil obviously affected like everybody else with the COVID-19 pandemic, had to shut down operations actually for a little while and simply work by himself. He has actually a a small army of people, I wouldn't say small army, but a small dedicated staff that works with him that they actually had to let go or furlough uh during the meantime and he was working individually by himself literally like kind of like what he did back in the day as he got ready for this upcoming college football preview he wasn't sure actually this year's preview was going to come out originally but it has been shipped out i'm expecting to have my copy in my hands any day now but he has uh, put out a bunch of his preseason. uh what do they call them uh they call all conference teams, and he does this for the independent programs like BYU. Obviously, they're fellow independents. Speaking of Liberty, Notre Dame, UConn, UMass, New Mexico State, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody else in there, but it doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. And the all independent team he put together this year had 14 BYU football players on that team. Now, how does that stack up against, let's say, Notre Dame? BYU has one more than Notre Dame has on the list this year. So, BYU has the most representation on the all independent team that is put forth by Phil Steele in his annual college football preview. It's fantastic news for BYU. He expects the Cougars to really have a strong season. And he's also made some indications on some of the other stuff he's released so far that this year under Kalani Satake, if the season is played, might be the best season that they have had under Satake. Of course, the high watermark was his first year at 9-4 and four with Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams really running the show for the Cougars. Could he go above that? Well, you need to play more than 10 games potentially to do that because you won nine games in your first year. But it sounds like Phil Steele is rather bullish on BYU. I'll be playing some clips from him. Uh, He's going to be on DJ and PK in the morning, the show I produce every day on 97.5 FM, 1280 AM, and the Zone Sports Network. We'll get some, some of those clips probably on tomorrow's podcast. Let you hear from him. He's joining the show today on DJ and PK in the morning, 9 AM. If you're up before then and you hear this podcast, you can tune into that. We'll get some of his thoughts on tomorrow's podcast, but pretty bullish on the Cougars and 14 members of this preseason independent team. It's fantastic to see name. Some of the ones on here, uh, tight end, Matt Bushman, offensive lineman, Brady Christensen and James Empey, along with receiver, Gunnar Romney earned recognition with the first team on offense. Dax Milner was, re- was named to the first team as a, punt returner, and second team on offense at wide receiver. Quarterback Zach Wilson was named to the second team, and running back and kick returner Lopini Katoa, who we just talked about as the Doak Walker Award watch list, was also named as a returner on the second team on this all-independent team. Flipping over to the defense, linebackers Isaiah Kafusi, Kavika Fanua, and Chaz Ayu were named to the first team, so BYU expected to have some strong linebacking contingents. While defensive lineman Kyrus Tonga and Chris Wilcox earned second team honors. And then kicker Jake Oldroyd was also a second team honoree on the Phil Still preseason independent team. That means there's a lot of talent that Phil Still expects to really come to the forefront this year for BYU. And if they accomplish his goal of saying that this could be the best season that Kalani Sitake has had as BYU's head coach, it could be in fun for some fun fireworks. Let's just hope the college football season does take place. I don't need to rehash everything I've already talked about on today's podcast. And I know that some of you have said, hey, why with all the doom and gloom? Let's look forward. I've tried to stay as positive as I possibly can for as long as I can. All of the news, sadly, has been doom and gloom recently. So, We're still having a lot of fun with this podcast. I've told you guys, my promise to you guys is we're going to do this daily for as long as humanly possible. My goal is to do a daily podcast until college football begins this fall, whenever it happens. I will be with you guys. We will have some fun. We'll do more listener mailbags. may have extra, uh, what do we call them, uh, Fan Fridays. I apologize. I slipped my mind there for a second. We'll do more stuff like that. We'll have more guest hosts. We'll have more uh, guests on the show in general. Some of you suggested that as well as we move forward here. But I think the positive news is that we can look forward to college football whenever it returns. It's not something that's been canceled outright and will never return to our lives. That's the, that's the good news of it. It's coming back at some point. Here's hope and fingers crossed that it's sooner rather than later and fun to see 14 Cougars on Phil stills preseason all independent team because this is a guy like I said he stakes his reputation what he does professionally every year on getting things right he's done a great job with that Uh, coming up next week we're actually going to talk with Brett Siancia another guy who does a preview uh, the pick six previews who actually added BYU to his preview because he only does power five teams that's what he's done since starting his publication in 2012 He saw the demand from BYU fans for some of the information that he had. And he actually added the Cougars as the 66th team that he previews each year in the Pick 6 previews. And we're going to talk with him next week on the podcast. Probably going to come out on Monday. Might be Tuesday. We're just trying to lock down a time to sit down with Brett and record that interview. So... Lots to look forward to in the coming days and weeks with the Locked On Cougars podcast. And I hope you guys will stay along for the ride. It is a blast to do this every day. I can promise you guys, I don't get tired of doing it. I know I come on here and I can sound like a broken record a little bit lately with all the bad news with regards to the scheduling for BYU football and the like. But I promise you... I will be with you daily as long as I possibly can have good information. I'm not going to go out there and just put a show together that doesn't have something I feel is of worth to you guys. That's not my part of my bargain for you. I want to make sure like I've talked about previously throughout the history of doing this podcast, I want you guys to be the smartest BYU fans in the room and that is my promise to you and we will bring that to you every day so long as we have solid stuff to go on and, that's, the, that's my promise to you guys. So a lot to get to, and congratulations to the 14 Cougars added to this uh, preseason all-independent team by Phil Steele. Also, once again, a big congratulations to Lopini Katoa being on the Doak Walker Award Watch List. Coming up here in just a second, we'll stick with the BYU football vein of things. Our player countdown series rolls on. The best Cougar to have worn the number 49. Who is it? Who might it be? Well, I think there's one guy that stands out in most people's minds wearing that number, and the fan vote seems to indicate that. We'll get to that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, I do need to take a minute today and talk to you about our good friends at Biomat USA. Obviously, our lives have been dominated with news coming out about the COVID-19 pandemic. You cannot escape it, it feels like. And that's not to say it's a bad thing. Of course, we're all trying to stay home, stay safe. Mask wearing has been very highly encouraged here in the state of Utah. We're seeing the state of California shut things down again. We all want to be safe. We don't want to put anybody in harm's way. But the one thing that right now that our good friends at Biomat USA are looking for is donations of Plasma. You may wonder why. Well, plasma goes into all kinds of different medicines for life-saving conditions, and it helps out your fellow man. That's the first thing. That's the most important thing, is you're serving your fellow man by donating your plasma. Second thing, Biomat USA, they are offering you money to donate your plasma. And the best part is the more you donate in a month, the more money you can make. So if you need some extra cash, especially during the downtime with this the downturn, excuse me, of the economy due to the pandemic, well, here's an opportunity to flush your pocket with a little extra cash that you could use each and every day. Check them out. That's our good friends at Biomat USA. They're located at 349 East University Parkway in Orem, right across the street from the University Mall. You you know the intersection right there with University Parkway and State Street. You know where the Sizzler is at. You know where the Big Five is at on that corner. Well, guess what? Our good friends at Biomatter are right there in that same business park. So stop on by. They're open from early in the morning to late in the evening. I believe 5.30 a.m. opening till 8.30 p.m. closing Monday through Friday. They're open on Saturdays, on the weekends. They can take care of you guys whenever you have the opportunity to go donate your plasma. Check it out, guys, and more importantly, one additional note for you guys. If you do think you've had COVID-19 or you know you've had it and you've recovered, they need your plasma more than others because they're looking into how convalescent plasma, which essentially convalescent means you've recovered from the disease. They're looking for antibodies in your plasma that may help others like myself and others who have not had the disease so far find ways to combat it vaccines, all the different things going into the technology and the science behind protecting us from this virus. Check it out, guys. Our good friends at Biomat USA, they need your plasma. Stop on by, donate it, put some extra money in your pocket and help out your fellow man in the process. Check them out. 349 East University Parkway in Orem. If you want to call them and ask more questions, learn more about what the process is like, give them a call. 801-235-9800, that's 801-235-9800, that's our good friends at Biomat USA, a proud partner with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. As we close out this Thursday edition of the show, let's get to our player countdown series here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. We've been doing this for 51 days so far, it has been a ton of fun to do, talking about the greatest Cougars to have worn these respective numbers in BYU history. majority of them so far have been BYU football players, but we have had plenty of women's basketball, men's basketball, and even uh, softball players enter into the mix. We'll have more and more of these athletes. Baseball will be entering the fray here. I'm sure soccer will enter the mix at some point. Some great players coming up here. But today's finalist list were all football players. Speaking of the finalists at number 49, the finalists, let's run them down real quick. Eddie Green, a defensive lineman who played for the Cougars, linebacker Jadon Wagner, fellow linebacker Marv Allen, and linebacker Brady Papinga. As you would expect, there's one name that stands out above all the other ones, and the fan vote reflected that as such, and that is the great Brady Papinga, the man himself who is never short on opinion, I can tell you that much. I've talked to Brady multiple times in my media career, and he is a young man, or I was a young man, he's getting to middle age at this point, but never short on opinion, unequaled work ethic, made a ton of his best ability as an athlete. Of course, won a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers in the NFL, but was just a standout pass rusher slash outside linebacker for BYU in the 2000s. And an easy selection today is the best Cougars have worn this number in BYU history. The fan vote reflects that just over 80% for Brady Papinga. Marv Allen coming in with 12.2%. Jadon Wagner with 4.1%. And then Eddie Green coming up in the rear with 2% of the vote. Like I said, Brady Pampinga, easy selection today. I thought that Brady was a guy who was... Full of personality, full of life. A guy who just loved playing the game of football. Still loves it to this day. Now works with Fox Sports as a host on their Fox Sports radio. Also is an analyst for Fox Sports NFL games. The best part about it is, is Brady actually used the Spanish skills he learned on an LDS mission or a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And he actually has used that now. He actually calls games in Spanish for Fox Sports and does a marvelous job doing it. Uh, my Spanish skills skills are rudimentary at best. I took four years of it in high school, and I can tell you this much. Two years in Taiwan, speaking Mandarin Chinese, murdered any skills I had with my Spanish, but I can understand bits and pieces of it, and I can tell you this much. Brady Papinga, his ability to break down football in two different languages. Hey, Tip of the cap to that young man. I struggled to do it in Chinese. In a, Well, I even struggled to do it in in English. You guys can attest to that listening to this podcast. Come on now. Anyways, Brady Papinga, a great player in a cougar uniform, went on to have a stellar career in the NFL, has that Super Bowl ring, now living down in Southern California. And of course, he's had uh, some, I guess you, what you would term critical comments of Kalani Sitake and his training methods under in his regime, or I guess in his tenure as BYU football's head coach. But Brady... He's like most football players. He sees something that he wants to improve and he's trying to do what he thinks is the best in the best interest of what he wants to improve. He has a vested interest in the BYU football program. His father played at BYU. His younger brother, Kelly, was a player and a coach for the Cougars. I think Kelly at some point down the road could potentially be a head coach candidate for the BYU football program. Brady wants nothing but the best for BYU, and that's what he tries to do when he sounds off on some of the, I guess we'll call them more controversial controversial opinions that he has about BYU football and the like, but I think it's all coming from a good place, and I think Brady Papinga, an easy selection today, as the best Cougar to have worn the number 49 right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. We'll continue to roll on with this. Day number 48 tomorrow, breaking down the best Cougars to have worn the respective numbers. It is just a ton of fun to reflect and look back on some of the great careers of some of the Cougars who have worn these numbers in BYU history. And I hope you guys are enjoying us as we break these down as well. I just, I sit back and I'm like, man, I remember watching that guy play. I remember watching this guy play. It is a fun thing to do. And hopefully we bring that same type of joy and that reminiscing going on for you As we talk about these players each day, but today our best Cougar to have worn the number 49 is our good friend. The one, the only, the unique Brady Papinga, uh, uh, like I said, Brady, one of a kind. And all right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. And a big thank you to you guys for your continued support of the show. Make sure to follow us on whichever podcast provider you're listening to us on. The big three, obviously, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, the follow button on Spotify. You guys know the drill. Make sure to leave us a rating and review as well. A number of you have left ratings and reviews, especially in Apple Podcasts, over the past few days. I can't thank you guys enough. Some very encouraging words also some thoughts about improving the podcast I'm taking to heart as well Leave us a five-star re- uh, rating. Also leave us a review and you will be entered in to win some BYU Nike gear. I have collected and be given away here in the next couple of weeks. We'll probably do our first giveaway actually next week. So stay tuned for that as it gets a little bit closer. But make sure you get your ratings and reviews in now so you can be entered into the sweepstakes to win some of that BYU Nike gear. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Like I said, a big thank you once again for your continued support. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check us out at LockdownCougars. Follow me My personal Twitter feed, if you so desire, is Jacob C. Hatch. And also, the show email address. Reach out anytime via email by dropping us a note at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday whenever you hear this. I hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for July 16th, 2020. We will catch you tomorrow.